All right, that's a little new Dave Matthews band. The track is After Everything. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Whenever you're watching this, I'll tell you what, today is an action-packed day in the news. There's a lot going on today, and I know this show's going to go long. I might have to split it up into little pieces uh, just to make it fit within people's lives. But uh, let me cut down Dave Matthews' band before YouTube crucifies me. Crucifies me like the Sisters of Indulgence did Jesus Christ on a video that I'm going to play much later in this show. I do want to start off with something positive. I do want to start off with something positive because we got a lot of negativity on the horizon today, okay? Uh, I saw this video. Now, if you don't know who this is, this is a because I didn't know who it was, but this is uh, Christine Anderson. Now, Christine Margaret Anderson, uh, she's a German politician who has served as a member of the European Parliament since 2019. Uh, she's a member of the Alternative for Germany, and Anderson has been described as a supporter of the Pegida movement. Now, Pegida. Okay, for you, those of you that don't know, Pegida is the patriotic Europeans against the Islamization of the West. Uh, so she's a little extreme, but, uh, I mean, is that extreme? It depends. She's definitely ultra-conservative, ultra-borders in Germany. But what she had to say, I think, is uh, 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 something that we should take heed to. Okay, so let's start off by listening to this speech. It's an edited speech of hers. I've listened to the whole thing. The whole thing is like about 13 minutes long. We don't have time for that. But take a little listen to what Christine Anderson has to say. Take it to heart and listen to the words that she's saying. Okay, here you go. If you've never heard of her, you're going to hear of her now. Here we go. I'm really imploring the people and all the peoples around the world, for God's sake, Stop giving your democratically elected governments the benefit of the doubt. They are not deserving of that. They are not. Stop rationalizing whatever your government is doing. Try, stop rationalizing and come up with some good intentions. They have no good intentions. Never. As I said before, in the entire history of mankind, there has never been a political elite concerned about the well-being of regular people. And it isn't any different now. Why should it stop giving them the benefit of the doubt? Because I can tell you, you cannot comply your way out of a tyranny. It is impossible. Trying to do so, you will only feed a gigantic alligator in the hopes of being eaten last. But guess what? Your turn will come, and then you will be the one swallowed up. I also have to ask the people, end your silence. Speak up. For God's sake, stop complying. Start rebelling. They're out to get you if you do not resist. I would also urge you to stop voting for those who inflict this psychological abuse on you, who mock you for their own good. In order to deal with this unfree world, to defy this unfree world, I have decided to become so absolutely free that my very existence is an act 
of rebellion. Boom. We all need to do. Boom, 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 boom. I have decided to become so free that my very existence is an act of rebellion. Now, how does that not compare with the United States, where if you truly act as if you are a 100% free individual, you are in an act of rebellion against the United States. It's sad that we've come to this point in this country, but it is true. Now, the next thing I'm going to bring up, hold on, let me let me, let me let me get my stuff going, okay? And this is straight out of the mouth, the diarrhea verbalings of the anal fisher himself, Gavin Newsom. The Democratic Party, once again, is trying to revert everything to racism, to call on their black and minority supporters to help them fight something, okay? And and, and the, the Democratic Party has this way of turning everything, everything 100% racial. Okay, I might have missed the mark. I said about two weeks ago, or a week ago, I said I, I let you guys know what Target was doing. Uh, we were we were we were hitting this before it really hit the mainstream news, and I told you that I don't think this boycott is going to work. I'm still doubtful, but it is gaining more stream than I expected it to. Um, you know the the men of this country, the men of this country, they stood up for Bud Light. Bud Light can't give Bud Light away. They're they're selling fifteen dollar. 18 packs of Bud Light with a $15 rebate. They literally cannot give this shit away. The men of this country, the, the, the men that have conservative values and have family values have stood up and it's six weeks going now. Remember, we actually dropped the Dylan Mulvaney story of what Bud Light was doing before Kid Rock ever took a gun and blew up the Bud Light packs. You heard it here first uh, if you were listening to the show. Um, but it's time for the women of this country, if they want to stand up for family rights, then they need to go and they need to hold fast the line against Target. I'm starting to see friends that are um, advertising that they're 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 shutting down their Target accounts. They are they're they're not they're not shopping at Target. They are they are lowly 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 going back into their pajamas and shopping at Walmart, uh, which I know it's hurting the Karens out there. I know that's very difficult for you to deal with. But just hold the line. Hold the line on this. Uh, but Gavin Newsom, back to what I was originally going to say, back back to Gavin Newsom and the anal fisher that is himself, um, he is claiming racism in this whole Target outlash. Now, this is the thing that I don't get. This is the thing that I don't get. Let me get my little picture and picture up. If you're watching on Rumble, you can find us at Radio Underland at rumble.com. That's the show that gets taken down the least. If you're watching on YouTube, you never know what you're going to get because uh, we get edited over there quite severely. But Gavin Newsom bashes Target CEO says that blacks, Asians, Jews, and women are the next victims of this systematic attack. Now, how, 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 how is children's clothing, children's pride clothing being sold at Target with tuckable pockets for little toddlers to tuck their penises if they want to go and drag in a bathing suit. How is that racial against blacks, Asians, Jews, and women? There, what's the correlation there? The fact of the matter is, is there's no fucking correlation whatsoever, okay? But the Democratic Party, they do what they do best, and they say, hey, 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 this is racial. Them coming against the transgender clothings by uh, designed by a Satanist in, in, in the Target stores, they're going to come after you next when there's no correlation whatsoever. 
whatsoever. You tell me, am I missing it? Am I missing it? What dots am I am I not connecting to see that this is this is going to build? This is the gateway drug into coming against blacks, Asians, Jews, and women. Huh? Huh? When the ice cream machine is broken at McDonald's, is that an attack on black people? Uh, because I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. You know, Bernice King, the daughter of Martin Luther King Jr., uh, was coming out yesterday, and she was saying that Florida is racist. And I believe that she is just regurgitating the stuff that comes out of this anal fisher's mouth, Mr. Newsom, and just regurgitating what she hears without any fact-checking and just claiming, oh, yeah, the left party is saying that Florida is racist, so I'm just going to jump on board and say that Florida is racist. I don't know, but let's get into this article. Let's read it. Gavin Newsom bashes Target CEO, says blacks, Asians, Jews, and women are next victims of the systematic attack. Okay. Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom of California criticized the CEO of Target after he appeared to back off on publicizing products for the LGBTQ agenda. Newsom assailed the decision to move LGBTQ products to the back of the stores after outrage from many on the right. CEO of Target, Brian Cornell, selling out the LGBTQ plus community to extremists is a real profile in courage. This is just a couple stores in the South. There's a systematic attack on the gay community happening across the country, wrote Newsom in a tweet on Tuesday. Here's the difference there. I'll, let me move this up so you can see the actual tweet from Gavin Newsom. Being black is not a sexual choice. Being Asian is not a sexual choice. Being a woman is not a choice okay the thing that there, there's a big difference between black history hispanic culture and all these other things that are celebrated in the united states there's a big difference between those and sexual uh, uh trans theology be, being pushed on children there's there's a massive difference that, that these are two different subjects what's in, in, in its entirety and for Gavin Newsom to come out here and play the race card, the race card, because he believes this is sign number one, that Gavin Newsom thinks all minorities, all African-Americans, all black Americans, all minorities are dumb as fuck. And he can throw the racist card out there and just have you swallow that pill down without any logic to the argument. So, Mr. Anal Fisher, Gavin Newsom, you, sir, are a dickhead. 100% and you should be ashamed of yourself for taking advantage of the minorities that you claim that your party is all out there to protect. You should be ashamed of yourself and what you're doing in the race car that you're pulling. You, sir, are a dickhead. 100%. Here we've got some Yentas uh, talking about this whole Target thing. Uh, they've got the Karen cuts. I'm sure each one of these bitches rolled up in a minivan. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not to be sexist or anything like that, but let's just take a little, a little, a little view of what's been going on in this whole target fiasco this is from fox news and this is uh this these yentas talking about uh, uh a target removing some of the items from their stores let's just take a listen here we go oh i will not be jesse i'm going to be here with my girlfriends doing deep dives into the sexual revolution where we learned about alfred kinsey hugh hefner john money the history of the trans flag and how it brought us to where we are today which is in a horrible place so you're not going to be Carrie shopping for Tuckum swimsuits at Target? I'm not, but I may be calling on America to go into every Target with our call to action cards, which you can find at 
Honor. All right, I don't give a shit about your call to action cards. We get it. Intas are pissed. White Karens, they're 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 up on their Instagram. They're giving call to action cards. All this whatever. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. Uh, but I really am saying that you know uh, I I may have underestimated the Karens of America, and it just might be that they are willing to actually drop their endless hours of roaming at Target with their Starbucks, uh, which I'm personally surprised by. They are standing up. The stock, the stock, very similar to Budweiser. Uh, the stock has been dropping, and um, they're they're. It's working. It's working. Let's see if they're going to hold the line. You know, um, we've got this article right here, you know, that says, uh, hold on, let me get my picture and picture going. This says that uh, Target moves LGBTQ plus Pride Month products despite CEO, CEO doubling down amid the backlash. Uh, I, you know, uh, Missy was just at Target yesterday and she said that basically they took the whole take pride, uh, 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 uh which was at the front of the store. They moved it to the back of the store. They basically Rosa Parks, their take pride section and sent it to the back of the bus. Uh, enough about that, but you know, um, oh, oh yeah, this, 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 uh, girl right here, this is, um, Lauren Chin. She has some interesting things to say. Let's blow this up and let's also take a listen to this. Target, no one asked for this, okay? Or should I say maybe 10 activists online asked for this. Why you Why you have chosen to do this? I'm sorry, I'm I'm upset because I used to love Target, okay? I did, I mean, I, I can't help it. It's in my blood. I'm a woman in her late 20s. I like being able to browse the makeup aisle for my Starbucks and I'm mad at the people who've taken that away from me. But anyway, in case some of you are saying, well, hang on a second, those products aren't that bad. I mean, the idea of curing transphobia, that's maybe overly political, but it's like, why is there such an outroar over this? So here's the thing, even though the target specific items that this company is providing are not the most out there that you could imagine, you see on its own website, the merchandise that this brand sells, well, it's pretty bad. How bad is it? Well, let's take a look. From the same designer, we also see things like a Time's Up for Transphobes pin featuring a skull, a Sorry Your Sis pin, a We Bash Back enamel pin. We also see a Trans Witches for Abortion post, and the company has previously retweeted a post saying this is the age of sin. And continuing down the questionable pin route, we have another saying heteronormativity is a plague, one of a guillotine saying homophobe headrest, and of course a pin featuring a goat's head saying Satan respects pronouns. Oh, and did I forget to mention this little lighter saying burn down the system? Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she, she had all that shit put together and that she could do much better than I can at just kind of explaining because the other uproar that's going on, which I really don't like delving into because I just think it's a bunch of whatever, you know, maybe, maybe possibly, I don't know, but here's the man, the man, uh, I, he'd probably be offended by me calling a man. Uh, but this is the designer uh, that is behind this brand that a lot of parents are getting upset about. Uh, the creator of all those pins burned down the system, CIS. Uh, yeah. He said on record, Satan is hope, compassion, equality, and love. So naturally, Satan respects pronouns. He loves all LGBT plus people. Um, you know, what's amazing to me, what's amazing to me is uh, Target's a massive company. And um, I, I've, I've seen some quotes from this gentleman here. I don't know his name. Uh, it really doesn't matter. Plus, I don't want to give him any more credit. But uh, uh, Target is a massive company. And they knew what this guy was up to when they hired him to design a lot of their pride uh, wear for their pride section, for their Take Pride campaign. Um, you know, Target should have known better. They, I, I, The fact of the matter is, is I think they did know. I think they did know, and they still hired this guy when he was explicitly militant against 
uh, heterosexuality. Uh, obviously, it's in his products. All of his products burn down the system and other slogans. I mean, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. Uh, Target, I, I don't understand how you could go through this guy's product catalog when you're investigating people to be a supplier for your store for a major campaign and you can't investigate. I'm sure they did. I'm sure they did. They said, fuck it. Let's just go anyways. Nobody cares. We can do what we want. We're bigger. We're such a big company. It will have no impact. Um, but now the, the, now the chickens are coming home to roost and Americans that are fed up and they've done their research and they are having a fit with it. So anyways, I think, I think that's all I got to say about the whole, uh, 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 target thing for now. Um, let me get shrink this down. So it actually fits on rumble. Okay. So, an, so the first travel ban that actually makes sense because we had the, uh, the NAACP issue a travel ban. We had the, uh, uh some Latin, uh, Latino group issue a travel ban. And this is the first one that actually makes any sense. And this is coming from an advocacy group. They're issuing, they're issuing their advisory to parents over California, Minnesota trans refuge bills. No, that is not the article I am looking for. Well, hold on. Let, let me go to this article first. I, I jumped the gun. This is the one I was looking for. The nation's largest LGBTQ advocacy group joins others in warning people about visiting Florida. Okay, this makes sense. If anybody's going to take a ban on visiting Florida that is somewhat based in logic, it should be the uh, LGBTQ advocacy group, uh, which I don't think anybody is out hatefully after these people. They're just wanting to keep the trans uh, theology out of their schools. But minorities, immigrants, and now members of the LGBTQ community are being warned of the risk of visiting Florida after the nation's largest LGBTQ advocacy, advocacy group issued a travel advisory following newly passed laws and policies that may be harmful to people in those communities. How is it harmful? How is it harmful? Saying that you can't teach this in the schools, uh, that's actually harmful to the individual. See, I think there's a line there. I think there's a line there. I don't believe in the indoctrination of innocent children of the LGBTQAI plus theology. Okay. I draw the line there. Do I believe that kids, parents, adults, American citizens should take out some type of a rage when they see some trans drag queen walking down the street or some just trans kid? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I don't believe in that either. I just don't believe that it should be on our curriculum in our schools. So is there something that passed in Florida that is actually coming after trans people as a whole? Absolutely not. This is another attempt. It is logically more makes more sense, but this is another attempt at leftist extremists not being happy with the laws that are passing in Florida because they want to indoctrinate your kids. They want to shoehorn that into the curriculum of the schools. And so now they're uh, saying that they're going to have a travel ban. Now, the other story that I jumped ahead of, and uh, I should have uh, I should have paid attention to my notes a little clearly, is that there's an advocacy group issuing travel advisory to parents over California and Minnesota trans refuge bills. Okay, the American Principal Project warned of loss of parental rights in California and Minnesota. An advocacy and think tank organization issued a travel advisory to California and Minnesota after lawmakers passed legislation to override out-of-state parental rights. 
The American Principles Project, APP, is warning parents across the United States of the possibility of their parental rights being stripped away as recent legislation in California and Minnesota moved to give the state family courts the power to take temporary emergency jurisdiction over a minor coming into the state to access sex change drugs or surgical procedures, regardless of if the minor is traveling from another state. Now, we talked about this story. Uh, you guys found it hard to believe, but California and Minnesota have passed laws that if your child unbeknownst to you is seeking sex change, sex therapy, whatever, whatever to assist them in a transgender choice or something. And they, and the student, the child feels that the parents would harm them. If they were to know the state doesn't have to tell the parents whatsoever. The state can yank them out of your home without your consent, without you knowing what's going on, can put them in a, some state ran facility and can take them to doctors to prescribe. The doctors can prescribe whatever they want as far as a sex change without the parent being known and the state isn't obligated to tell you where your child is at. So it does make sense for this advocacy group, the APP, to issue a warning to parents to say, hey, listen, if your kids are going to California and Minnesota and they're a little on the side where they might want to chop their dick off, be cautious because the state can take your kids and you'll be none the wiser, and they will strip your parental rights in California and Minnesota. It's the sad, sad world that we live in, but that is the reality. So heads up, heads up, parents. This is this is reality. This isn't some false flag. This is this is the real deal of what's going on. So, anyways, back to this next story. I told you today's news was going to be a hot one. It's going to be a super hot one. So, a Canadian student is speaking out. Now, this is over in Canada, and I expect this to be headed to the United States shortly. In fact, there has been a case very similar to this. I believe it was in Montana where a group of missionary kids were traveling across the country doing like some walk for Jesus, whatever thing. And uh, they were detained by police in Montana, of all places, uh, for some type of disturbance. I don't know if it was like a YWAM group that was doing their street performances or what, but this one is all over the news right now. And it's a Canadian student is speaking out after being detained while guess what his behavior was. It was handing out free Bibles at a protest. Okay. So 17 year old Josh Alexander has been suspended for opposing transgender ideology in his Catholic school. Months after a student was suspended for challenging transgender ideology, Canadian teenager. Now, okay, okay. It, there's a little bit more to this story than him just passing out Bibles. He is, he is a he is a militant political activist um, that is acting out and trying to uh, gain attention for what's going on in Canada. So, months after a student was suspended for challenging transgender ideology, Canadian teenager Josh Alexander was detained at a protest while handing out free Bibles. Liberty Coalition Canada organized an international walkout recently called I Stand with Josh Alexander. So it was a protest in his honor uh, to protest his suspension. Protest at Western Canada High School in Calgary took a turn when a clash ensued between protesters and counter-protesters. Alexander, although threatened and pushed by counter-protesters, was captured in a video being detained by police. Now, he says he was on Fox and Friends, and this is what Josh Alexander said. He said, I certainly don't think it was a coincidence that after four minutes at the protest, 
police standing by witnessing me being assaulted by a mob with my hands in the air, and they decided to arrest Josh Alexander at the I Stand with Josh Alexander rally. So I don't think there is any coincidence here, and that was according to Alexander, and he shared that on Fox and Friends on Saturday. Last week's altercation led to two arrests, both, but both individuals, one of who was identified as Alexander, were released without charges. Uh, Alexander also said, Today I was handcuffed and put in a paddy wagon for offering student Bibles on a public sidewalk in Calgary. I was released and told if I returned, I would be arrested and charged. I continued handing out Bibles, for I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Now, we got a little, little video here. Let me get my dumb face out of the way, and we can play this, and we can take a little look at the type of the scene that was going on at this uh, event. And it's basically just a, a video of him being arrested. And now this is coming off of Rebel News in Canada. There he is, simple as that, being arrested and led away. Yeah, it looks like there's what, about 150 kids out there? Arresting Antifa. They're the ones that attacked him. What are you cowards doing arresting this guy? Ross, do you have anything to say about this? Say it, just say it. You guys, Jesus saves and loves you. Go get a Bible. I've got Bible stories. There we go. There we go. So that's what's heading on in Canada. I don't know, man. Antifa shows up. Antifa starts uh, starting to fight, starts beating the kid up, and the cops arrest the kid. Huh. I mean, he wasn't charged with anything. He wasn't charged on anything. Okay. So officers were on the scene to support public safety during a protest. During the event, a fight broke out between several individuals of opposing views. Two people were taken into custody and released without charge. The investigation remains ongoing. The Calgary Police Service recognized the charter rights of everyone to freedom of expression and peaceful assembly. We police behavior, not beliefs. I don't know what that means. Calgary Police said following the incident, Alexander did say he was impressed that it would appear that the Calgary Police are going to be pressing charges against a few of the individuals that assaulted him. Oh, way to go, fuck, fucking, fucking Fox News. Okay, anyways. Okay, Anheuser-Busch in the news. We have been talking about this. It's been all over the media. And I hate to beat a dead horse, but we got to acknowledge the scope of what this boycott of Bud Light has been doing uh, to Anheuser-Busch. And the scope of this is absolutely insane. Now, this has been going on by for six weeks now. And according to the Daily Mail, which is a highly reputable, uh, questionable, uh, whatever, but I believe these numbers could be true. But, you know, take it with a grain of salt. This is Daily Mail. Uh, Daily Mail has definitely said some shit about me that wasn't true. But anyways, Anheuser-Busch has lost a staggering $15.7 billion in value since Bud Light controversy began. As rivals add $3.2 billion to their value and experts warn of a beer shortage. Molson Coors, who owns Coors Light, has seen, a, seen an increase of $2.2 billion uh, in their market value. There have been warnings that competitors of Anheuser-Busch are running the risk of a beer shortage because of the high demand for Memorial Day. Analysts say the sales of Bud Light are down more than 23% as of, as of the week ending May 6. Bud Light's parent company, Anheuser-Busch, has seen its market value plunge $15.7 billion since the disastrous campaign with transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney. Since April 1st, the company has consistently been dropping down the rankings with experts saying it just keeps getting a little worse each week. Bam. That's all we need to say about that. 
that I can't believe people stood up like that, and that is actually working against Bud Light. You know that. Well, like I said before, like I said before, the other companies do the exact same thing. Bud Light just happened to get caught with their pants down with the perfect storm, but Coors Light. Bud Light, all these other companies, they all do the same thing. They got to meet the quotas for the quotas for their corporate equity index. And for those of you who don't know, all of these big companies out there, here, let me get this on full screen so we can explain a little bit of why why Ford has Raptors painted in a rainbow hidden by mud and when it's rinsed, ripped, rinsed off you see the uh, the rainbow raptor and all this other kind of stuff. There's this there's this organization out there that has this ratings for all these big companies and it's the Corporate Equity Index. And the Corporate Equity Index is 100% uh, uh, targeted for LGBTQ plus AI plus whatever rights in businesses and businesses are rated based on how they comply with the LGBTQ AI plus uh, uh, um, corporate equity index standards, and those standards include, um, you know, medical, medical, uh, medical benefits for spouses of gay employees. Does your company's insurance policy cover transgender reassignment surgery? Those kind of things come into play for this corporate equity index. And all these major companies, I'm talking about Coca-Cola, whoever owns Coors, Anheuser Busch, Ford, Chevy, all of them uh, play into this corporate equity in index, and they want this high rating. One of the things that the corporate equity index rates companies on is if they are outspoken about transgender LGBTQ AI plus issues publicly. Okay. So that's why all these companies, one of the reasons why all these companies, when it comes to pride month, they all go balls to the walls or dick to the tuck and, and put out all these advertisements because they want to maintain that 100% rating in the corporate equity index regarding all these issues, because that corporate equity index is in turn flipped to the LGBTQ AI plus community. And it, it, it rates companies as if, is this a good company to work for if you're gay or alternative lifestyle in any way? So that corporate equity index, you know, there was last week, Bud Light, Anheuser-Busch, the parent, uh, the parent company of Anheuser-Busch, they actually took a hit on their CEI, the Corporate Equity Index, and their company was going to fall in their ratings because of this whole Bud Light fiasco. So I don't know. Look into it. Check it out. It's a deep dive that you can go into. You can go to the Corporate Equity Index, their website, and you can see uh, what they're aiming for and what they are requiring companies to do to maintain that 100% rating. Anyways, back to uh, Budweiser, uh, the beer industry in shock that Bud Light backlash continues as expert warns of supply shortages of rival lagers. Uh, we kind of just talked about this, but the, the entire beer industry is floored that Bud Light is still taking heat over its now infamous promo with transgender influencer Dylan Mulvaney, the $15.7 billion loss uh, because of Dylan Mulvaney. And the backlash has put rival beers in high demand, according to the publisher of a prominent trade publication, Beer Business Daily. The whole industry is in shock. Even Bud's competitors aren't really dancing on the grave because they know, like I said earlier, it could have happened to them. Okay, Beer Business Daily editor and publisher Harry Schumacher told Fox News Digital. Uh, they, he said this particular promotion just really struck a chord. It was just a bridge too far, apparently, for consumers. We're in week six and it doesn't look like it's getting any better, he continued. In fact, the numbers just keep getting worse every week, down in the 25% loss area, and their competitors are up almost just as much, and that's continuing through today.
bam, 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 bam. I never thought a company like Bud Light could be brought to its knees by the American consumer. And maybe, tar- maybe, maybe, I'm changing my tune a little bit. Maybe the same thing will happen to Target. Their stock is tumbling, you know? So it is taking effect. All these Karens that are boycotting their favorite store of, of uh, um, Target. Okay. Now, the only tucking in the news that doesn't involve a penis is Tucker Carlson. And apparently, Tucker Carlson. He had two home studios that were built. One, I believe it was in Maine and one in Florida where he reside. And Fox just came in. And, of course, Fox, uh, uh, they they put all of this gear. Uh, he had a barn in Maine, and then he had another room in Florida. And they put all this gear so he could broadcast from his residences the Tucker Carlson show. Well, Fox just came in there and stripped all that shit out, including the sets, including all camera gear, equipment, streaming gear, the whole nine yards. And I guess they just left the bare bones of the structure and so tucker's complaining his his uh engineer that's on staff is saying it's going to take at least a month for them to rebuild these studios it says here uh that uh tucker carlson plans to launch a new show on twitter may have just hit a hitch fox news the cable network that fired him last month stripped his plush remote studio of all of its equipment uh the daily mail reported that workers hired by fox news dismantled carlson studio in a barn in rural maine carlson uh, who splits his time between his homes in Maine and Florida, had studios built for him by Fox News so he could broadcast Tucker Carlson tonight. Uh, Carlson's construction manager, Patrick Feeney, told the Mail that the studio will have to be totally rebuilt after Fox crews stripped it to the beams. Uh, the engineer said that Fox came in last week and got all their shit out of here. According to Feeney, they took the set and everything, all the equipment, the chairs, the desks, the fake walls, everything. Um, and yeah, and he also said this move should come as a little surprise as Fox builds remote studios for its top personalities while retaining ownership of the equipment and takes them down when they leave the network. So that's kind of the way the cookie crumbles. But according to Tucker Carlson and his engineer, it's going to take them about a month to rebuild. Come on. You can do it faster than that. Come on. You, I, look at the old Joe Rogan shows, man. Just a black curtain, a neon sign, a couple lights, and some couple cheap-ass cameras. Uh, you can you can get it done, you know, faster than a month, but whatever. I'm sure Tucker wants to do it right. Um, okay, so this is just in, and this is not shocking at all, but this is what happens when the Democrats come in and start controlling your city, and it starts flushing down the tubes so fast that even the liberal people that live in your city, they'll sit by, they'll sit back, and they'll take it for a while, but it's kind of, it's finally come to the tipping point, especially in San Francisco, where San Francisco residents, nearly three quarters of San Francisco residents think the city is on the wrong track, according to a poll. And let this be a voice of warning to other cities out there. Don't be San Francisco. Don't let it get so bad that you, you just tolerate it until shit just is so beyond off the rails that it's unlivable. Okay, a new poll by Problosky. Let me get this up. A a new poll by Problosky Research found that 73% of San Francisco residents. Oh, I'm I'm shrinking it down so it will fit in the. Okay, well, that fits. Uh, 73% of San Francisco residents think that the city is on the wrong track. Further, 60% 60 of voters disapprove of San Francisco Mayor London Breed's performance. According to the poll, a majority of voters think Breed does not deserve to be reelected, and 25% were unsure, leaving only 22% voting favorably for her reelection. 
The survey polled 300 voters between April 19th to 24 with a margin of error of 5.8%. A majority of interviews, 67% were conducted online, while 33% were conducted uh, conducted via phone. Uh, Anyways, Bree, the ultra-liberal mayor of uh, San Francisco... Uh, is her, her numbers are just pump plummeting and the residents of San Francisco have had enough. Now, if that wasn't enough, I did find this little video taking a little tour of San Francisco. Hopefully you're watching on rumble, uh, at rumble.com and at radio underland, no spaces, no, whatever. If you're on rumble here, take a look at this. This is a walking tour. It's only 40, 40 sec, 44 seconds long of, uh, downtown San Francisco. Trash is just piled up everywhere. There's literally a couple right here. She's got a needle in her mouth injecting this other guy that looks like he's knotted off. It looks like a fucking third world country. Right now, and as you can see, my community has become completely uninhabitable. I'm paying $1,400 a month in rent to be surrounded with bodies, fecal... Zombies walking. Walking dead, fentanyl-induced zombies on the street. I don't know. I don't know. America, if you don't wise up, if you don't do something different about the people you're electing, this is going to be the... Which it is. It is pretty much the story across the country in all these major cities. San Francisco being one of the worst. Portland being a, a, a top contender. New York, I just watched this mini documentary on uh, on Twitter about New York. New York has a very similar scene. Shit, we were talking earlier this week about Chicago and all the immigrants uh, that are using all the police stations as hostels. Wake up, man. Wake up. This is going to be the story everywhere you go in the United States. If we don't do something about it and start electing some people that can uh, 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 change this nonsense. Uh, Now, the next company. Now, there's a little difference to this company because every company is coming out with their pride campaigns this month, starting June 1st. It's Pride Month. Every company, they're going to keep that corporate equity index up. They're going to come out with their uh, pride advertisements. Uh, the difference of this uh, particular company, which should know better because of all the headlines that have been going on, is North Face has released their campaign, North Face, the outdoor clothing uh, for hiking, camping, etc., high-end uh, campy gear, North Face. They've released their campaign. Uh, but, you know, that that one of the things that's different between this and Target. Target was actually having children's clothes with tuckable penis pockets and all this other kind of shit. Uh, I think parents really get pissed off when you start crowbarring that into children's lives. But nevertheless, nevertheless, here is the uh, a North Face campaign. Let's see if it gets any traction and pisses some people off of the higher-end white Americans that buy North Face uh, gear. Well, let's just take a look. Tell me what you think. Hi, it's me, Patagonia, a real-life homosexual. And today, I'm here with the North Face. We are here to invite you to come out in nature with us. Wow, this is nice. We like to call this little tour the Summer of Pride. This tour has everything. Hiking, community, art, lesbians, lesbians making art. Last year, we gay saw shade across the nation and celebrated pride across the nation with hundreds of you across the nation. This year, we're back, back, back again with two new stops. Atlanta, GA. Why? Because you're there. In Salt Lake City, we're coming for you. Patty, can we go? Of course. 
This year, all these fabulous speakers will be coming from inside this TV to a nature near you. So come outside and celebrate the beautiful LG HGTV community. Well, there you go. There you go. There you go. That's what uh, companies are doing. Uh, I mean, I prefer not to have it on my TV. I, 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 I guess it depends where they run the advertising campaign. If they're running it during on the hiking channel and adult content, I really don't have a problem with it. I just don't want it shoehorned into my kids. I don't want them showing this at school. I don't want this popping up during uh, Bluey on the Disney Channel or any other children's entertainment. But, you know, whatever. Uh, North Face. Uh, really uh, aiming for that 100% on their corporate equity score, uh, going balls to the tucked underwear with their new campaign. It's just kind of crazy. Oh, now this is funny. This We're going to take a comedic break right here. Um, so uh, yesterday, Ron DeSantis announced his campaign for running for president. Trump tweeted this out. He was the most, I don't know who designed this. I don't know who created it. But Trump tweeted it out on Truth Social, and then everybody is reposting it from there. Uh, it's kind of funny, but they're making fun of his Ron DeSantis. He was announcing his presidential campaign on Twitter. They had a bunch of technical errors. I believe it ran like 20 minutes late. And somebody created this whole thing, which is comedic genius. Let me get my face out of the way, and we'll play it in its entirety because it's just fucking funny. All right, here we go. Take a listen. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our Ron DeSantis Twitter space. Hello. Is my microphone working correctly? George, can you just wait while we... Hello? Can you hear me? We can all hear you, George. Can you just hold on for a second? Hilfa, I don't think they can hear me. <coughs> I can hear you fine, George. Just speak to I the I don't microphone. think George knows how to use Twitter. Hello? Uh, can you hear me now? Can I please make my big announcement now? Everyone just... Hello? Just shut up, George. Can somebody just mute George? <laughs> Dick, could you try not to cough on that? <clears throat> okay, so how are we going to take out Trump, you guys? Uh, uh, guys from the FBI, this is not a private call. This is a public Twitter space. Everyone can listen in. God damn it. Uh, anyway, guys, we uh, invited everyone to this, uh, this Twitter space so Governor Ron DeSantis could... <coughs> everyone just shut the hell up so I can make my announcement, okay? You go, girl. Wait, the devil is gay? So what? Everyone in this call is gay. I happen to know every single one of you has a Guys, can we please just calm down? <coughs> so anyway, guys, I just wanted to announce that I'm... Okay, I can hear the governor very well. Shut the hell up, Would George. you please shut up already? I, I'm running for fucking president, okay? Y yeah. We kind of already we knew already about it. Know, governor. Congratulations, Governor. <coughs> uh, well, that concludes our Twitter space for today. Thank you to all of our... Hold your horses, Elon. The real president is going to say a few words. The devil, I'm going to kick your ass very soon. Hitler, you're already dead. Dick Cheney sounds like you'll be joining Hitler very soon. Klaus Schwab and George Soros, I'm putting both your asses in jail. And Ron DeSanctimonious can kiss my big, beautiful 2024 presidential ass. Trump 2024, baby. Let's go. Now that is pure, pure comedy. Pure comedy. Good stuff. Good stuff. I don't know who created that, but it's, uh, it's good. It's good. Funny stuff. 
Finding stuff. We can lighten up a little bit. Okay, I only have two more stories left. How long have we been going on this show? 45 minutes. Hey, I didn't think I would come in under the wire of an hour. Um, this was a very interesting uh, interview with the alleged um, IRS investigator that was investigating uh, tax fraud of Hunter Biden. And this is two minutes and 39 seconds. We're going to play it in its entirety. This is on CBS Evening News. Let's just take a little listen. It's very interesting. We can see the preferential treatment that Hunter Biden gets. Here we go. We turn now to a CBS News exclusive. For more than three years, the Department of Justice has been investigating the president's son, Hunter Biden, for possible tax crimes. Last fall, FBI sources told us they had sufficient evidence to bring charges. CBS's Jim Axelrod spoke to the IRS agent who is blowing the whistle on what he says was preferential treatment in his first public interview. When I took control of this particular investigation, I immediately saw it, you know, it was way outside the norm of what, what I've uh, experienced in the past. Gary Shapley is a supervisory special agent for the IRS, where he's worked for 14 years. In January 2020, he was assigned to what he calls a high-profile investigation. Who's the subject of the investigation? I can't con confirm or deny the, the subject of this investigation. Why not? Because, you know, part of the tax secrecy laws don't allow it. Shapley can't say it, but CBS News has learned the investigation was the probe of Hunter Biden by the Trump-appointed U.S. attorney in Delaware. Senior Biden administration officials have vowed to let it run its course without interference. It's not restricted in his investigation in any way. But CBS News has obtained this letter Shapley's lawyers sent to Congress Monday alleging irregularities in DOJ's handling of the investigation. Shapley is seeking legal protections from Congress so he can share specifics of his allegations. There was multiple steps that were, were slow walked at the uh, direction of, of the Department of Justice. Had you ever encountered that before? I have not, no. These deviations from normal process, that, and, and each and every time it seemed to, to always benefit the subject. Shapley says he decided to blow the whistle after a heated meeting last October with federal prosecutors. It was my red line meeting. It just got to that point where that switch was, uh, was turned on and I just couldn't silence my conscience anymore. Did you let prosecutors know you were unhappy? I don't think I can answer that. Hunter Biden has denied any wrongdoing. Like civil servants. The IRS agent told us he is a registered Republican. His whistleblowing is being assisted by an advocacy group with past ties to the GOP. But Shapley says this is not about politics. Why do you want to navigate these waters? I don't want to do any of this. I took an oath of office and when I saw the egregiousness of some of these things, it no longer became a choice for me. It's not something that I want to do. It's something that I feel like I have to do. Boom. There you go. Uh, basically, he's flat out saying that Hunter Biden was getting a bunch of preferential treatment underneath the IRS investigation. Is that really a surprise? I think not. I think we knew that was coming. And the one last story that I have. Oh, yeah. Um, 
you know, we talked about the whole sisters, the nuns, the sisters of indulgence uh, being removed from the Dodger Pride Night and then being re-added back in. Well, some videos have surfaced, and I'm just going to close out the show with this. I'll let you guys watch it, and this will be your entertainment, but this is the sisters of indulgence doing what they do best, which is ridiculing Christianity, the Catholics, and everybody else, and this is who the Dodgers have decided to make sure that they are included in their Pride Night. This video right here, this is going to play out the show so this is jake with the radio underland i will talk to you later and we're gonna let this play and let's see if you have a, any religious bone in your body how much that this will probably probably most likely piss you off here it is let's go check it out <laughs> 